Okay, and welcome back to Roger Rants, the podcast where we talk about current events and give you a bit of our opinion. Uh, once again, I'm Roderick. I'm here again with my good friend, John Messick. Hello. All right. So um, we're going to jump in on some topics today. Um, but first off, how you been? Life is good, man. All right, all right. I can't complain either, to be honest Glad with you. Glad to come back. I had a fun the first time. Listen, we got a good response from the last one, so it was only right to have you back, especially since we're going to um, have a continuation of a couple of the conversations that we had started uh, last week. So, um, so it should be good. It should be good. Um, so let's jump right in. I'm not too versed in this um, Xbox PlayStation thing, which we kind of glossed over the last time, but there were a couple points that I wanted to hit. Um, and just because it's becoming Christmas time, people are going to be buying stuff for their kids and themselves. Um, so I felt like to get this information out there would be kind of cool um, for people kind of looking into it and want to make a decision um, about what, sh- what device they want to get. And since there's more information coming out almost... Um, weekly about these systems it's like yeah that we have enough information out we got pricing we got all these things so um just to hit on some points i, I think would be a, a good spot to be in yeah maybe some recommendations for parents who are not quite sure exactly yeah so um the first thing that i that hit me about the two systems were the fact that well the most interesting thing was the fact that xbox is coming out with two systems. PlayStation is coming out with two systems too, but they're essentially the same system. One's have a one has a um disc a disc drive. yeah one has a disc drive and one doesn't. Um, but that to me doesn't make them different. That just means one's going to be cheaper. Now Xbox, I think theirs is truly different and and not a lot for the more so. right and not for the sake of being different. It seems like they have a point and purpose to it that I never really considered until recently. Um, but what's your take uh, knowing the information from the, from the systems we have in front of us? Well, personally, one, one point I have to make, you know, for the difference between the Xbox uh, with the disk drive and the one without, mm-hmm. the one with the disk drive having the better specs. Right. Um, one of the things that strikes me is if you're paying the extra money to get the extra specs to get 4K resolution, mm-hmm. you better make sure you have a 4K TV. So that's, that's something that's to consider. That's one of the points I was going to make. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I really, you know, I, I love that they have 4K capability now. Right. But not a lot of people have a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. So is it worth it? And that's my thing. I think that it is worth it to make two systems, one with 4K, one without, because just like you said, not a lot of people have 4K TVs. And think about people who do have them, their kids probably don't got them in their rooms. The basement TV probably is not 4K. The den TV is probably not 4K. So there's a lot of TVs in the home and a lot of people that don't have 4K that will fully take advantage of the cheaper system just because if I'm understanding it right and read it right, they both run at the same frame per second. So the FPS you get is the same, so you don't get a drop in speed, but you do get a drop in resolution, which to me... Speed's more important when it comes yes, to a sir. video game. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a movie, obviously, because right. 
but um, I wish that the both versions of the Xbox had a disk drive and that they solely focused on the specs and the 4K and the resolution and all that. That would have been nice. Just for the price point. Mm -hmm. I get that a disk drive, you know, obviously is an extra component, so right. that's going to cost more. But um, generally, if you wanted the, we talked about it last time, the backwards compatibility, mm -hmm. you're, you're still kind of rutted into buying the more expensive model, whether you have a 4K TV and care about those things or not. Yep. So that's something to consider. I mean... If you don't care about backwards compatibility and you don't have a 4K TV, I would definitely go with the cheaper option. There you go. And, and I, I didn't think about this before, but there is some, some, some validity to what you said about both having a drive because I'm sitting here thinking about it and I'm like, well, people who can afford to buy a 4K TV and have all these other things, they can take advantage of not having a drive because they probably got fast internet, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you're rocking a 4K TV, you got good internet. Um, so you can probably, A, you got enough money to disperse on a 4K, you probably got good internet, which means you probably have the money to buy extra drives if you needed it. Say your drive runs out of space because you can only download games. Mm -hmm. At that point, now you got to spend more money into the system. So, but if you have a drive, there's no need for that. Yep. The games run right on the disc. You take the game out and you put it wherever you're going to put it. So, it, to me, it probably, I understand the cost savings, but it definitely makes more sense if you're saying, we have a system here who we're marketing towards people without 4K. Um, maybe we're marketing it towards people with children and they don't care to buy them their children a 4K system because there's no 4K TVs in their room. Those people would benefit from that drive. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's cost savings up front, but there's costs down the road. They're already not, without the disk drive on the cheaper one, you are now 100% of the time going to be downloading your games. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, the cheaper Xbox also has a smaller storage drive. So yeah. mm -hmm. now it's kind of a pain in the ass if you can only have this many games, which games are only going to get bigger Eggs. as they have. Think about Call of Duty. I know. Call what was it, 300-something yeah. gigs? I or? started off with 250 gigs. And, and you think about this, the cheaper Xbox is a 500-gigabyte drive. Mm-hmm. Half of that's gone once you do put Call of Duty on it. So you're already buying extra storage. <laughs> right. They should have a disk drive. Exactly. Period, point blank. Uh, they mm -hmm. really miss... Now, a lot of people aren't even going to be thinking about it like we're thinking about it, which is good that we're saying this and putting it out there. Yeah. Because some people are going to think, well, who cares about disk drive? I'm saving money. Well, you may care when that disk drive runs out of space. When you get two games. Yeah. And just to try a game, you mm -hmm. now got to... Delete Call of Duty, mm -hmm. which is no big deal because you can re-download it, except that that takes hours. Yes. So it's just and a hassle. And who wants to do that? Plus, it's a hassle. I think you keep your profiles because that might be saved locally, separate from the actual game. But still in all, who wants to go through that? What if you got two kids and you like video games and you all play different games exactly. it's gonna be a pain in the ass if yes. you don't have a disk drive and you can't buy those games yeah eh, just something to 
without something a doubt. to consider, I guess. And and like I said, that's something I don't think most people are going to be thinking about. Um, but it is something to consider because 500 gigabytes is truly not a lot of space when you're talking about current modern video games. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it the what? It was either the Xbox or the PS4. Uh, they're coming out with their own brand of external SSD hard drive. But the other, I can't remember which one was which, the other, you pretty much have to install a better SSD on it. Like, it's not going to have... I want to say that's the PlayStation. Yeah. I, I, but you know what? I, I Don't quote me on that because I know that Microsoft is savvy enough to know that if PlayStation's going with, well, they're going with a new type of memory. It's... The SSD. Yeah, it's we a new... We didn't even talk about that last time. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's even beyond SSD. I forget which one of the systems is using it, but they're using a more advanced hardware for storage beyond SSD. It's something called NVMe. Hmm. And it, it looks like a RAM stick that you directly connect to the motherboard. Now, I have one on my computer. That's the only reason I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. But you connect it directly to the motherboard. And the benefit of that is once you connect something directly to the motherboard, it can talk directly to the CPU. And it doesn't have to, to, to go through what they call an onboard chipset, which is slower than the CPU. Okay. So it's just a direct pathway to it's way faster. It's just even faster. faster. Exactly. Which SSD is already a huge exactly. improvement. Exactly. I can't wait to play video games with an SSD, uh, like open world games where there is no loading. It's mm -hmm. all loaded. It's instant, yeah. Everything is instant. It's gonna be very strange. Very it's strange. gonna be amazing though. Hey, I mean, Terrain is gonna look great. And you're gonna Skyrim be able to will see... look even better. Yeah, like Zelda, I mean, <laughs> even on the, I mean, respect to Nintendo, Zelda's awesome, Nintendo's awesome, but the system is crappy for gaming as far as graphics go. And they know that. They're not really trying to be graphical. but And, and I feel they've filled their niche of the market. Without a doubt. And I, I think they've proven kind of an offshoot here. But I, since you brought it up, I love that Nintendo focuses on the games. That's all they care about. The graphics. They're like, we don't care about Blu-ray. We're going to... And they come out with proprietary discs. They don't even care about using regular like high-definition standards, they just come out with their own standard. Um, but the point is that they don't care about graphics, and they've done really well. And you look at Zelda, you can see I the horizon. The on, yeah, That's you can see game. so far in that game, even though they're not really a graphical company who built a graphical system, you can see that in skilled hands what you can do with even the modest of power. And now you think what people can do with this crazy amount of power they're, they're going to be... Um, have at their disposal now, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. If I could say one thing about Nintendo products is that they pretty much always work. They oh, yeah. work and they work and they work. And I could be wrong, but I remember reading one time that's because Nintendo sits on technology usually a year or two longer that's why their than it's usually on readily the power. available to yeah. them. Like, they will invent... A technology they want to use in a gaming console system and then refine it they don't just immediately put it out there they'll refine it and work on mm -hmm. it that way when the product comes out it's actually a 
well-made, durable, finished product. Right. It usually has good games to go along with it. So, yeah, I respect Nintendo. No, I, it's one of those things, like, everyone chooses PS4 and Xbox, but usually but they, they got a Nintendo, P- Exactly. Too. That's <laughs> like how it Wii, is. Every household I've ever been in had That's or exactly, has a Wii still sitting in a closet somewhere. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. It's, it's like... Nintendo is all about the games. Everybody knows it. They make the best, just pure games. Stories. They have great stories. Awesome. So, back to the PlayStation, because we didn't really <laughs> touch on that. But, so the PlayStation is two, two editions, a digital edition, and they have the, the edition where it has the drive in it as well. As far as, as far as just the look of it, it's a white console. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. curvy. It, it's and, and by contrast, the Xbox. If anyone you guys haven't seen it, it's black and boxy. It looks like what you would think a PC would look like, essentially. But the PlayStation looks. Which one do you like more? Um, the the Xbox. Yeah, I, me too. Just because. I hate the PS5. Um, it looks so it looks funny. Ah, oh, I can't get with it. The controller looks cool, though. I gotta say that. But the system, it just—it's like, which way do I put it? Do I stand it up or do I sit it on its it side? Like an internet modem. It, it's what everyone says because it's so. That's true. what it it's looks like, like. How did they not look at that when they were designing it and go, "It just looks like an internet modem." We yeah. gotta, we gotta, we gotta try something new. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking on that. They, they approved the design that to me, not only is flawed in the sense of heat management, which is what these, which is, I repaired computers and and video game systems for years. Um, And the biggest issue with all of these systems without the heat, Mm -hmm. I would have to literally go in, take all the heat sinks off of the motherboard, put more thermal paste on, put the heat sinks back on, they work like mad, like, like they never been like broken. Heat is what kills these systems. Yeah. And it's like for you to ignore the biggest thing, and, and maybe they're like, we don't care because that keeps people repairing them, which mm, makes us money, or they buy a new one. one of those questions. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like they don't give a damn about heat management in a system. It's terrible. But Microsoft, that's a different situation. They got a big fan right in the center of it, pushing air straight from the bottom to the top, which is how air naturally flows anyway. It's just, they cared. <laughs> they cared. Where I don't know if the PlayStation did, but as far as specs go, uh, let's let's look and see what the PlayStation. Do you know offhand what the PlayStation specs are for the five? I had them written down in my other notebook, but right. I. Well, let's look them up real quick. We're gonna do a quick Google search on these. It's just crazy to me too that, you know, as far as design goes, while you look that up, mm-hmm. that the PS Five. Its design looks terrible compared to a literal box with a vent. That's all the that's all the Xbox is. It's simple, but it looks better. Yeah. It, you know, your design is that bad that a regular old box with a vent looks nicer than your design. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, all right, let's talk about the specs. <laughs> so it's got 4K. Obviously, it's going to be a 4K gaming uh, system. It's running 120 frames per second at 120 hertz, which is the same thing the higher tier Xbox is running. And I think the lower tier Xbox is also running at 120p 
um, 120 hertz as well. Um, it just does it at a lower resolution. Um, HDR technology, also the ability for 8K, which I didn't know that. <laughs> what are they hey, jumping the gun here? I'm just, Jesus. listen. How many 8K TVs do we got on the freaking market right now? This is just Sony, man. This is what Sony does. Even with their cameras, they throw 8K in when they know no one's going to use it. The files are going to be too huge for the normal person to actually record. They don't care. They're just throwing it in because they can. They, it's not like they think anyone's going to use it. You can't use it, but we made it. Yeah, you see, just like you. Didn't you say that last week? That was about... I'm not uh, going to use it, yeah, but I want it. that was about it. the features. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to watch 8K video with this camera, but God damn it, if it couldn't yeah. shoot 8K, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like what you would say other than that. It's the same thing. <laughs> All right, so, I mean... It's a feature. Yeah, it's a feature. So, there's not much difference between the Sustas and spec-wise. I mean, they're both putting out 4K, 120 frames a second. Um, they throw ray tracing in there, which is, I'm not sure if the, 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 the Xbox can do ray tracing. I don't think so. I remember that being something they flaunted. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I just feel like when it comes down to it, they're going to be very similar as far as the, the technical specs go. Um, I think it comes down to kind of like what you're actually going to use. And 4K, even the most diehard of gamers are not going to be gaming in 4K. Not yet, anyway, No, man. not yet. It's just yet. a couple years I guess off. maybe, I guess the they're future-proofing it, which I can get. And it will come. You know, 1080p is just... It's still good. Well, it's still good, but I'm just saying it's like commonplace now. Mm -hmm. That's where 4K will be. It'll right. just take a few years. Right. And 4K is not commonplace yet. So yeah. when 4K gets commonplace, then we can start talking about this shit. But 8K, I don't know. I would consider we have probably this whole generation of gaming to come before 4K TVs are just like everywhere. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, I think the next generation... I'm not going to buy one for a while. A lot of us have bought new TVs recently mm -hmm. that will probably last us, I don't know, at least five years. I mean, I don't TVs see... Don't die that quickly. Well, 4K is something I think is going to be around in high use for a long time. Especially since, like you said, like it's just becoming... You know, uh, 1080p is just is mainstream now. Everything but... is with an HDMI now. Forget... Yeah, the old AV cables, you know, it's just because uh, they won't. Yeah, they yeah, won't output a digital signal, so you know, it just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. That's man. Yeah. What do you use to plug in a 4K? Is it a different HDMI or is it just an HDMI? No, it's still the HDMI. The current HDMI specs will support 4K, so you can okay. use the regular ones. So you don't, okay, that's you interesting. Don't, you, you don't have to upgrade any of your equipment, is other than the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what we got next up here? Um, I wanted to nudge something in here real quick. Let's do it. Because we talked about it last time. Did you hear about the Tennessee Titans? This is recent. No. Uh, they were playing Pittsburgh this weekend, and I don't have all the details, um, but I do remember it, it was at least three players and a couple workers for the Titans tested positive. Oh, wow. And they've postponed the Titans-Steelers game for this weekend. So it's the first official uh, NFL football game that's not going to happen because of COVID. Oh. So hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I, I hope those guys are all right. Um, 
I do hope the season continues, man, because it's been exciting. It's been exciting. So, um, and people need this, honestly. I believe that. I, I, yeah. be, I believe that this is positive for mm-hmm. everyone yeah. to be able to watch football yeah, or, sure. or sports that they enjoy. Anything that we enjoy yeah. that's been taken away, it feels. Yeah, so exactly. I hope it continues to. I hope so. All right, so um, the, oh, you know, we will be good here is that, that Amazon um, announcement that came recently. They were uh, talking about a lot of their new products. And one of those new, I mean, they, they come out with new speakers, new Echo stuff every year. But I will say this before we get into uh, the main source of, of the topic. But they have a very cool new Echo that it sits on this pedestal-like thing. And it's a screen. And it swivels on a motor. And it kind of follows you around the kitchen or the dining room or wherever you're at having the video chat. I thought that was very cool. Um, I would definitely get one of those. But, um, but the drone situation that they have. Oh wait, the Echo. I didn't hear about that. So like, you're video chatting with someone, and it just like swings with you. Yeah, it, it's on a motor. And oh, it, okay. And it just follows you. The camera. Dude, wait till they have one with you. wheels on it. Oh my god! And you know what's coming. <laughs> it's like a butler. It'll follow you. Around. <laughs> he said it's a butler. <laughs> Come, I want to talk to my mother while I walk around. <laughs> That's cool, man. That All is right. cool. <laughs> but it's just, ah, I thought, I thought it was very cool because right now you have to change, you have to switch it angles and stuff when you're talking and it's like, ah. But if this thing could just follow, around, follow you around the room just by tracking you, basically, keeping you in, in frame, that would be awesome. So, um, but the drone... <clears throat> Which I think by far the most interesting thing they talked about. Um, let's talk about it. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this drone? What? One thing to throw out, it's, it's called the Ring Home Drone. Oh, I didn't know it was Ring. It's Ring. So uh, I saw that and I said to myself, does Amazon own they Ring? They do own Ring, but oh. I didn't know this is a Ring thing. I saw Ring right on the wow. front of it. Yep. Wow, okay. But it makes sense. It's a home security drone. Ring You've got the is, Ring yeah. doorbells. Yeah, the so sensors. It, it goes hand in hand. I love it. <laughs> I think it's awesome, man. I love it. So what, what scenario do you see this being beneficial? Because that's my only problem with this. I, I like it too, but... That's just because I like gadgets. I would take anything flying around my house right now. I don't give a damn what it's doing. <laughs> it could just be flying. I'm like, cool, I'm with it. But I can't see a scenario that this would be useful. Like, what, what, how is this better than a sensor that senses movement? How is this better than a camera that can capture video? Like, what scenario do you see this working? So... One thing that they pitched for it was that this was going to help out with uh, like blind spots. So to truly cam your whole inside of your house, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money. That's a lot of cameras. That's a lot of tech know-how. Like, I see where you're going. You, okay, going. so okay. you know, you most people probably could handle one or two, right? Three, even four, but. I guess, you know, blind spots are blind spots, so this fills in that gap. That is a very good point. 
I never considered that. This is, in fact, probably could just replace having those cameras. Having those yeah. cameras. And that's that's something I never considered. Um, now, the idea that let's say someone breaks into your home. I'm assuming if you have a ring home drone you most likely have one of the ring cameras that's mm -hmm. on your front door you probably so already subscribed to their service yep so let's assume because this is obviously I, I do you agree this is for burglaries like there's not really much else that this is good right, for right. Uh, people breaking into your house um so if this person breaking into your house by chance didn't get caught on that ring camera at least you could live stream that video footage, have the drone take off, go through the house when you know someone's in your house, maybe your alarm system went off or whatnot, and mm -hmm. then hopefully get some sort of footage that helps the police right. take them right. down. That's, that's, that's the hope. I think it would be kind of alarming. I was sitting there imagining that kind of scenario in my head, and I'm thinking... I'm not a burglar, so I don't know what the fuck a burglar would be thinking when he goes into somebody's house or some shit like that. But if I was going to someone's house, again, I'm not a burglar, and I saw something just flying around like that, maybe with a light bleeping or something, I don't know that I'd be comfortable. You well, know what I mean? listen to this. This will make you <laughs> even more uncomfortable if you're the burglar. They said, Amazon said, to assuage people's fears of this that it will be extremely noisy mm -hmm. like on purpose you know they where it's want at. it to yeah you know right. everyone's gonna hear it in the Make house that one more time? yeah <laughs> all right it will be extremely noisy and this one's weird it cannot be manually controlled you have to set the pattern in your home you want it to fly Very ahead cool. of time it's cool and strange at the same time. That one I feel to myself, like, put a simple uh, range restriction against the dock, and then it should be able to be manually controlled. You, not in your home, but think about knowing the there's a security going implications. On. Hackers will hack, and you gotta know, hackers are gonna hack into this shit as soon as they can, and they're gonna try to manipulate the system. And the first thing that they're going to try to do, and the most beneficial thing to do, would be to take control of the drone. But if you can't, even the owner of the drone can't, then that takes that off the table. But here's, here's a scenario then. You know, my idea was that if a burglar's in your home, and I'm assuming then you have an, a, a security system. Mm-hmm. Because if your ring didn't pick them up in the front door and they still got it in your house, how are you going to know to be able to set the drone off? Right. Or does it, is it motion activated? I don't know. You know, it's, it's interesting. But if someone's breaking into your house and you already had to have a set pattern that you made this, excuse me, this drone travel towards, mm -hmm. you know, then your chances of actually going exactly where you need to to get video footage of the burglar is probably going to be tough right it really depends on where he is in his burgles and if you're going to be able to catch him on camera how fast does this move it's mm -hmm. all very strange to me if yeah. it's not manually controlled by you well in in a sense that may 
Well, this is how I see it. And I don't know this is how this works. I haven't dove too deeply into the inner workings of what this is because it's more than likely to change on many levels before it actually comes out. But <clears throat> I see it like a Roomba. Okay. A Roomba, it will scan the room or your home, depending on which one you have, and it will know the dimensions of each room, know where things are at, and it will map it out and make a 3D map, internalize it, save it, so that it knows when it turns on, and it's autonomous, meaning that it will just turn itself on and do it. Um, I see this kind of working in the same way um, as a Roomba. You kind of set it up in case any of your alarms go off. This will do its thing. Now, I didn't know it was autonomous before we just talked about it, but now thinking about it, I'm thinking, okay, it'll just do what a Roomba does. It has, it has the layout of the house already. Um, based on that, it just does a sweep every so often. And I don't know that. That's just what I'm, I'm thinking it does. Would you want yours... Would you... Okay, let's say you had this option. Would you set yours personally to just scan your house every hour? Like, what what would you want it to do? Okay, well, what I see here is you can set a schedule for it and you can make it do it on demand. It'll only fly the path as you've already set but you can make it do it whenever you want it to, or it'll do it naturally over the course of the schedule that you kind of set for it. Hmm. Um, see, what I'm, naturally over a schedule, I could see that being useful for, like, dog owners. Or, you know, if you leave your dogs at home or something, you set the drone off. To kind of, and then just to see where the oh, dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. are, what's yeah, going yeah. on. Probably freak the freaking dogs out yeah. with a loud-ass drone yeah. flying yeah. towards them. <laughs> Yeah. One other thing I did want to mention, it's a small thing, but the camera is at the bottom of the drone, so when it docks, the camera's actually inside the dock. So yeah. if someone just logged into it to hack it, mm -hmm. uh, they would need to actually fly it exactly. to get camera and footage. And you can't fly it. You can't fly it, and even if that was a, a ability that you could remotely fly it, uh, it's loud. Right. So it's not going to be doing this one without you noticing. Yeah. So I think they they may have got something here. You know, I think it's going to have to be, they clearly have done their testing, right? They wouldn't have showed it. And it's it's only $250 I'm seeing here. Um, mm -hmm. It's not shipping to next year, which, you know, next year is right around the corner. Uh, they didn't say what quarter, so it could be quarter four next year. Who knows? But, um like I said, they're good. It's probably going to change between now and the time it comes out. The behavior is based on feedback and all of that. But I do think it's a very interesting thing. Um, I think it's interesting as all hell. Yeah, I, I think it's very cool. And like I said, I would take anything flying around the house. Um, but yeah, I don't give a damn what it is. But knowing that this is something that kind of works with your security you have already in place, it's like, yeah, I'm with that. All right, so um, we talked about the the Breonna Taylor topic, which just to set it up, we kind of talked about it two weeks ago, mm -hmm. released the podcast after some trials and tribulations last week, but the information was still good because 
we were kind of ahead of most people of knowing those details um, about what actually happened. And the world is starting to see that now um, because they're calling for the official documents to be released mm -hmm. and all of this. So, and they are going to be. Yeah, and I, I truly believe that as well. Um, so two things, well, maybe more than two things more as we get talking things. about it. Uh, more, than, <laughs> more than two things, I assure you. <laughs> so um, I'm, really, uh, I'm really at odds about how I feel about the verdict. Um, but that's something we can kind of flow into as we go along uh, with the conversation. But I like the fact that the things we kind of put forth when we put it forth um, was kind of on par with what kind of happened and played out. Um, that was kind of cool. <clears throat> What do you think about the the whole thing now from this point going forward? There is really only one thing that really determines for me the the outcome of this and whether I think it was fair or unfair and that's whether the police announced themselves. Mm -hmm. That is huge. Okay? If the police did not announce their presence, just started banging on the door and then battering rammed, mm -hmm. and uh, Kenneth Walker opened fire because he feared for his life, right. if that's if the police didn't announce themselves, it becomes an unfair situation in my head. In my head, mm -hmm. you know, just that he. If he feared for his life and fired a shot, yes, the officers probably still had the right to fire back, but it doesn't, it's not fair. Mm -hmm. It's, it's in the, then it's very, very, very terrible uh, what happened as far as the police officers abuse their power of just knocking down doors. Someone fears for their life, they fire, and then an innocent person dies. That's awful. No right. one wants to see that. Now, if the police announced their presence, said, this is the police, we are entering. Even once. Even once. Okay. Well, Kenneth Walker fired first, and the two officers, as much as people would hate to admit it, have not just you know the legal ability to fire back but i personally believe they should you know if i was a police officer doing my job correctly and was fired upon i would fire back mm -hmm. and that's just a statement i can't change no matter what so the deliberations of the jurors did you hear about the juror came forward? Yep, I do. Yep. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It looks like Glogauer. I probably am sure. butchering it. It is what it is. He came forward, and I can pretty much assume why. You know, if if the, because when the verdict came out, there were more protests. 
more violence, and it was unfortunate. And I'm sure all the jurors were worried. Worried yeah. about probably first and foremost their families. It seems that juror names get leaked in big high-profile cases, and mm -hmm. you don't want to be the ones that are looked at as letting guilty men be free. Mm -hmm. So I understand why the jury would want to come forward and talk about this, and they explained why the verdict is what it is. All right, and it makes sense. The one part, the first part goes into what I just said. If if the officers were fired upon after announcing their presence, then they had the legal right. I think even with a no-knock warrant, as much as I don't agree with those, uh, even with that, they had the legal obligation whether they said so or not. And that's the law that a jury has to look at. Mm -hmm. So they did not charge those two officers. Right. Which I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that if you're an officer of the law, you get fired on. Um, you fire back. It's, now, even if no one gets hit, I'm firing back. Mm -hmm. But someone did get hit. They're on the ground, could be dying. I'm definitely firing back. And I may, you know, and this is neither here nor there in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I may um, not have been able to contain myself at that moment, knowing what happened. I don't know because I've never been in that situation. But I can imagine it's a very traumatic experience to go through, especially Certainly. if you've never seen it before, you've never been in that position before. Um, it's just very traumatic. So, yeah, I'm firing back. And, and, and it's just, and like you said, they're well within their legal right to do so. Now, should you keep firing at the place after five minutes have gone by and no other shots have been fired and all of this? No. Um, there are limits to, to everything. And I think... Um, you reach a limit when a certain amount of time has passed and no other shots have been exchanged and you still make it an issue to come at the place and, and rain down on it with bullets. Now, the one cop, I'm not, the, he got charged. That's Mr. Hankinson. Yeah. A.K.A. Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> I mean, he got charged and he should have. And I totally agree with that. How do you feel about that? So, three counts, felony, wanton endangerment. Wanton endangerment is when you have, to, to pull a quote from his uh, termination letter, Officer Hankinson, mm -hmm. an extreme indifference to the value of human life. Mm -hmm. That was in his termination letter. Mm -hmm. It's not a good thing to see mm -hmm. when you're getting fired. Yeah. Now, is that what he did? Yeah. Without a doubt. Is the counts of felony wanton endangerment accurate to what he did? Yes. Now, what people are upset, obviously, is about that it wasn't murder or, mm -hmm. or something more serious than a five-year felony, mm -hmm. um, which I just want to 
put something to the side here. If you think Mr. Hankinson is going to do well in prison, I have news for you. He's probably not going to. No. But just let's we'll, we'll move on past that. Uh, five years is a very long time. Mm -hmm. Now, the what I'm going to assume by what I read, it appears that a ballistics report was was shown in in court, mm -hmm. which obviously makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's something that is done for an investigation of this sort. And I am led to believe, without having read the transcripts of the court case so far, mm -hmm. what I was led to believe is that the shots fired back at Kenneth Walker by the first two officers are the bullets that killed Breonna Taylor. Right. She was dead, unfortunately, when Mr. Hankinson decided to go Rambo and start shooting more bullets into... Uh, what I read, which I didn't read the first time, it was a patio door and a window, both of which had their blinds closed. So that's what he was firing into, mm -hmm. just bang, 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 yeah. bang. So on that legality of the fact that, yeah, his bullets did not kill her, and that's in the eyes of the court, that's the only legality. All right. Let's change the, the dynamic and say... It's very unfortunate. Say his bullets were the bullets that killed her. Let's, let's look at it and see it from how most people are looking at it. Mm -hmm. Let's say... Mm. Wait, I have to say one thing. Mm -hmm. I have not read the deliberations. The assumptions I'm making on a ballistic report about the first two officers being the one to kill it is just that, an assumption. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the ballistic report. I haven't heard the court. So I'm not saying that that is actually, like, for a fact, what happened. Mm -hmm. For all I know, it could have been Mr. Hankinson's bullets. Mm -hmm. So, But I, that was the juror who came forward. That was the record he wanted to set straight about how they came to that deliberation. Well, now, when we initially talked about this, the New York Times article that I read about the specifics... Um, even then, they pointed out, and they made it clear to point out, that they're not sure how or which 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 um, gun the bullet came from that killed Breonna Taylor. They don't know that. But they were saying the likelihood, even at that time, just based off the trajectory of what, where they were in the home, where she was, and where he was, they were just saying that it's 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 almost impossible for him to have shot the shot that killed her from the angle he was at. Ankinson? Right. Okay. So that's just, just to throw that out there. You know, even then they were saying just based off where he was and where she was, it's almost impossible. It is way more likely that she was shot from the bullets that came out from the initial exchange. Now, Like I said, let's look at it from a stance of, let's say, Hankinson did shoot the fatal shot. Okay. What would your take on it be at that point? Well, I won't pretend to be a lawyer. I'm sure that there are criminal charges for taking a life that are less than 
Well, I know there's less than first-degree murder, second-degree murder, third-degree mm -hmm. murder, and then there's manslaughters. But here's the thing. If Hankinson, if it could be proven that he walked around a building and then, without being able to see what he was firing upon, mm -hmm. without knowing that there's a threat there even, mm -hmm. uh, and his bullets killed someone, that's certainly deserving of more than a felony wanton endangerment charge, and I think he would have gotten that. Oh, yeah. I, I think he would have. I, if his bullets were the one, like if he had killed a neighbor, absolutely. I, I truly believe oh, he'd still deep down be going in my down heart. For manslaughter. At the least, yeah. you know, um, because I know first and second degree murder are out yeah. just because he didn't know these people. Right. You got to at least know someone before yeah. you can commit those, if I'm not mistaken. That so. is correct. But anyway. Anyway, yeah, I, you know, if his bullets actually killed her, he certainly deserved more than that. And it's it's an unfortunate thing that a court, you know, he, he, he deserves to go to prison for doing so, though, shooting his bullets like that, regardless of whether, actually, it is regardless, but he didn't hit anyone, and you still deserve to go to jail for deciding oh, he to deserved, do that. Oh, he, he definitely you deserved jail that. time. You can't do that. Yeah, he he definitely deserved jail time. Um, it to me would would be the same thing, you know. He would definitely deserve, you know, at like I said, very least manslaughter for killing anybody when he shot into the building. That was just silly and stupid. And the fact that he did it and didn't kill anybody was fucking lucky. Yeah, um, he got totally lucky on that. Um, but speaking of luck. The luckiest motherfucker in this whole situation is the boyfriend. Mr. Kenneth. That dude. Alive. Walker, well. Kenneth Walker, right? And the charges. Holy shit. Were you about to say that? Yeah. The charges were dropped against him. I know. Him. He Until is about to be the luck. pans out. Oh, well, listen. He, he is the luckiest person throughout all this. A police officer. Yes. <laughs> I don't care whether you want to hear me or not, anyone. If you shoot a police officer... There's something that's going to happen to you. Right. I, it just doesn't make sense that you say, okay, you shot unprovoked at an officer. Mm, unprovoked. Uh, You're going to get a lot of debate on that one. Yeah, but to me, it's unprovoked if no one's you got know, a gun holding it towards you and, and attempting to fire on you. It's unprovoked because if I'm not mistaken, you, some, you have to prove intent you know, to fear for your life, and there was no intent initially. It was just a loud sound, and it scared you. Okay, His, fine. I think legally, in New York anyway, he would have had to run away, not open fire. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. even if you're legally allowed to have a handgun, the laws here are very stringent, and you, you, you can't just open fire. No. You have to take every opportunity to leave the situation. Right. And and where he's at, I think you there's you have to prove some type of intent. And to me, there's no intent when you don't even see who's coming at you. Yeah, you're scared, and I get that, but there's no intent for your life at that point. And or or you you're scared, but I don't think you should be fearing for your life at that point because there's nothing there to be afraid of other than a loud sound at that, at that very moment. 
Because if he had seen who he was firing at, I don't think he would have fired. So that tells me he didn't see who it was. Did he hear who it was? That's the real question. Yeah, now that's... And, and, and we may I, never get the answer. And I think this. I think he didn't hear who it was, but I do think they announced themselves at least once. Okay. And I said it last time we had this conversation, I still believe that, that yes, I don't think he heard them, but I do believe they said who they were at least once. Now, I, I had this conversation with a friend of mine a few days ago, and we were talking about whether or not he knew who he was firing on. And, um, and their point was, like, come on, man. You in the hood. You know what the police knocking at your door sound like. You know what I mean? Like, bang, yeah. bang, bang, <laughs> like bang. that's not something you mistake. Like, come on. And matter of fact, there's a saying in the hood, like, like my, my grandmas and my mom will say all the time, stop knocking at my door like you the police. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a saying. And anybody that's ever spent any time growing up in the hood of the projects has heard that. Like They don't do a little polite nah. knock. And everybody knows that. So there's no way he's a grown man not knowing that. So when you hear that, you know who that is. Come on, stop playing with me. And I, Now, he may not have known, but my point is that would be really naive of him, and he had to have lived a very sheltered life not Let's to. Let's say it wasn't the police. And that person who was knocking at his door mm -hmm. didn't have a gun. That means he just shot someone. Bang. Although the door did bust open before he shot him, but well, still. <laughs> well, it busted open, but what if that person didn't have a gun? What if it was someone there who even meant him harm? Maybe, maybe wrong address. They were there to maybe hurt somebody, but they got there and like, oh, shit, this is the wrong apartment, but you're dead now. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but my point is you can't fire on somebody's sight Without unseen. knowing who it is. Exactly. That's illegal. And if he... Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's yeah, illegal. Yeah. I'm glad it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So the fact that he did multiple illegal things, though, um, with the handling of the gun. I, I've heard I've heard mixed things. I don't even want to bring that up because I've heard he legally had it. I heard he did legally had he, it. No, so no, he legally whatever. had it. My thing is that transporting that weapon, mm -hmm. taking it out of your car and then putting taking it into her apartment, which is not your home, mm -hmm. you can't do that. I don't know. I don't know their laws. So well, well Kentucky. Yeah. Louis, well, uh, the, the, uh, the point is it's way different than New York. I know there that. are things that can be brought up to say, and I'm not saying you know this guy did anything wrong by the sense that you know his girlfriend should not have been killed for whatever. But when you fire a shot at the cops and you get fired on, you have to expect something. It is very unfortunate she was the person that got hit, in my opinion, and not him. Because he's the one standing there with the gun, presumably in front of her, because he shot a shot off. It just seems weird. Like, where was he at to not get hit? And she does. Like, I, I I'm said dying. that last time. I want to know what I'm this apartment looked like. I'm dying to know where he was, How and was maybe the transcripts will say something about that. I'm hoping. But anyway, um, I'm telling you, he parkoured over a couch. <laughs> And hid under the coffee table Dude. while this shit was going down. Dude, this motherfucker is a ninja. Yeah, he must be. I mean, he he did the star with the smoke, poof, and he was 
<laughs> he was somewhere was else. Terrible. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> he was somewhere else. Like, and she was just left there to uh, deal with the shit. It's, it's fucked up. And you it, know what? And here's and uh, most. Hold on, hold on. Before I before I go off that and sound like a total goddamn monster. <laughs> think about think about what most men would have done in that situation. My girl behind me. And shots being, f- I'm covering her the fuck up. He I'm not leaving her of, there in the open. He you, got out of bed when he heard the knocking and grabbed his gun. Well, she might have been already out the Left bed. Left her in the bedroom and, and like his intent was to use a gun. He grabbed a gun. Yeah. Unless he was sleeping with it in his waistband. I don't know. Listen, he said he had to deal with the boyfriend coming there once before. So he could have had it under the pillow, like, waiting. Yeah. Like, listen, I ain't, I I'm know. ready this time. You want to know it's a terrible thought? Um, but it's a true <laughs> thought. I, no, it's, 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 it's terrible. Um, I picture this, you know, the banging on the door. Kenneth Walker it goes closer to the door. Brianna probably got out of bed and was just standing in the hallway trying to see what was going on. And the officers started firing back at Kenneth. They probably saw a dark shadow of a person in a hallway after getting shot on and probably thought they were in more danger. It's it's terrible. All right, it's, now, now, this is another fact that kills me, too. She wasn't shot once. I think she took five bullets. Yeah, she did. Bro, think about that. Your girl taking bullets and you where? Not one bullet. Hiding. Right. That's my point. And and I'm not trying to demean the guy or nothing. It just seems weird. The officers never even saw him. Assume that it was her. Brianna was the only one they saw. Any my my thing, man. Any I think any real man would have done something to protect her. How about stay with her? Right where she was. That way, but nah, that would have mean uh, shit. I might take some bullets. I ain't. But but Makes that's my me point. I wonder if he put himself in a position where he could fire and get the someone fuck coming through the door, knowing that he was gonna have to not get shot. Maybe, and she wasn't thinking like that. And she and was just, just was like out there and like yeah. Trying to see what the hell was going on. But he should have told what her to he stay in the room. Himself? Plus, think about, I'm making big assumptions here. Yeah. I don't want anyone to get pissed off at me. Well, I'm it's assumptions, but the thinking. point is, it's, it's okay to think out loud. And and the thing I'm thinking is, like, I would have told her to just like stay in the room. Like, why even bother? I'll handle this. I got the gun. You don't like what. There's no need for her to have been even, and he should have said something to her. Get back, something like nothing. It seems like nothing was said. It seems like anyway. I'm gonna get off it, but it just seems like a, a terrible, unfortunate situation. And the person who started the situation came out scot free in the situation. And if he hadn't fired his gun, I don't so, think any of this would have happened. Oh, maybe not. I do think that, because they did say Kenneth Walker's charges have been dropped until everything continues, I still I still totally see him possibly facing some charges down the line, maybe if things cool off a little bit. But can I tell you what the most interesting thing I read yesterday was about this case? Hmm. Very odd, 
I don't know if I'm promoting someone I shouldn't by saying his name, but I read at the very end of the article, whatever website I was on at the time, might have been the newest New York Times about it, and the last paragraph said, a man, there was a man with the mother of Breonna Taylor who told the news uh, reporters that she had started crying when the charges had been dropped or not, you know, right. when the officer basically got off in, in their mind and their eyes. And the man who was with her is a community organizer. That's his title. His name is Christopher 2X. Wait. That's his name. I remember reading it. Christopher 2X, a community organizer. And I'm like, what, what is that? What is a community organizer? And why do you have such a name that makes you sound like a evil villain? Like, who are you, you're, Christopher you're 2X? Two times is bad. No, well, this is the only thing I can see from it. Now, the two I don't know anything about. The X, though, holds significance in the Muslim community. So he could be Muslim and is taking that name on. Um, and I, I, that's, just, that's happened to friends of mine, and I, I know that to be a thing. Now, the two is X... That, is that same with Malcolm X? Right. Okay. Right. So, but the two X, <laughs> that just makes it sound a little off, and I'm not familiar with that. So, listen, if anybody's familiar with that, because we're ignorant about that guy? ourselves. Yeah. Hey, drop, drop a comment in, on, on the podcast comments and let us know, like, if, if you know what the two X thing is about. Because I know the X is a Muslim thing. Um, but I'm not sure what the 2X thing is about. Now, um, community or now I do know what community organizers are. Usually these are like um, ministers and things like that in the community. They organize events, and, and it, it's not a ministers exclusively, but um, that's the role I've seen um, it, it played. But It just struck me. Yeah, it's... I, I've... And this is the final paragraph of this article, and it just says Christopher Two X, a community organizer, was with Brianna's mother. Yeah, if you're not familiar with, that, with like, those, why? Who is this yeah, guy? Yeah, if you're like, not familiar you with that field. X thing, it'll look kind of weird. Yeah. like a computer, like. And the Two X makes it makes it look yeah, but that def, I think the X part is definitely a Muslim thing, but the Two X I'm not sure about. Maybe yeah. he's just throwing his own spin on it. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's a good guy. I don't know. I just, it just struck me. I'm like, who? I've never heard of someone's name. Yeah, that's that. yeah. anyway. But um, the twelve million dollars that the family's getting for Breonna Taylor, um, I think is justified but I have caveats okay um I'm glad that there's some restitution being paid yep I'm I'm it's very hard to put a money value on uh, right man. that yeah it's, it's, that's it's, the hardest part of any kind of restitution right you it's hard what to put a dollar give? amount right but my thing is like the person that this that the whole movement that we're seeing now, the person that has started over George Floyd, George Floyd did not. His family didn't receive any restitution. There's no talks of restitution for him. Um, you look at Emmett Till. You look at. Um, 
the young man that I forget his name who wears the hoodie, but all of these young men have have been killed at the hands of if not police um people show displaying hate so it it's like this is one of the ones though you know debate all these different stories however way you want uh this is one where someone who truly was just killed and and had had nothing to do with the start. I don't know. They're they're all. I don't know how to phrase that. She, she was. I'm sorry. Well, Trayvon Martin was his name. So I, I I'm sorry I didn't know that. Um, but I won't forget it. But Trayvon Martin is the kid I was talking about. Well, it's 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 strange, man. You can't say that one person deserves this amount of retribution or restitution and. This person deserves this much. Man, that's just an impossible conversation. It's hard. You can't make a solid decision one way or the other. But yeah, and that's why I say it it, it's one of those things that I'm glad, but I'm also like, okay, well damn, that sets a precedent now. And now we have to judge all of these situations based off that precedent. And you think, "Mm, you know There's no criteria. There shouldn't be. Like but it there is none. Right. So. It, it, what can you do? But I just thought it was very weird that 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 was happening. But I'm glad they're getting getting their restitution for the death of, of their child, and they certainly um, deserve it. And, and these are people that could probably and are probably going to um, put that money towards bettering the system that put their their child in danger. I think they did mention uh, trying to better the community. You put in, I mean, that's a lot of money. You can do a lot of good with that. Exactly, yeah. So so kudos to them. And, um, but yeah, so that was, that was all I had. You had any um, closing thoughts on it? Well, along the same vein. So that's, that's, uh, that's one thing that has happened now. Uh, Some other new things. Uh, They have a new police chief. Okay, I did hear about that. Yeah, um, you know, and I don't know much about the old or new police chief. Um, I wish the new one Godspeed. Uh, I wish the old one, you know, good health. I, mm-hmm. I don't know their record. He, she, I don't even know who it was. Um, I, I, do, I will say this about replacing ch- police chiefs. It's something that should not be done lightly. Right. And I think a long deliberation and review of prior, you know, achievements and and the amount of time they've served their community, you know, should should be it should be a longer process. I again, I don't know who the police chief was that was replaced, so um, I don't want to pass judgment or make assumptions. But it's scary to me because what if you have a, you know. 20-year police chief who's done nothing but help their community and they have one bag and I officer mm-hmm. that does something terrible and it, it does reflect on them but it is what it is now this one's this one's a good topic of conversation the requirement that body cams be worn at all times during search warrants now do you believe that police officers should just have a body cam on at all times I think that is a 
requirement right now, if I'm not mistaken. It's actually localized. It's oh. not. It's not everywhere. Okay. Um, that is something that changes by precinct. All right. Or I, I don't know, like sheriff laws. I only laws heard that, so I'm not sure. State yeah. laws and things like that. No, specifically in Louisville, this was a change that was made that okay. now it's required that they always body cams be worn just during search warrants. Okay. They don't. They're not required to wear them for say traffic stops and things like that. But uh-huh. in my mind, I, I, if I'm a police officer who does my job well correctly i don't see the problem with the body cam i'm not a police officer i'm not in that situation and i do recognize that it's probably touchy and very annoying to be filmed at every moment of every day i I get that i i don't want to be filmed so i get it on that aspect but when it could if you are a good police officer only help you Mm -hmm. in these terrible situations you know, to prove your innocence or prove that you acted within the correct, you know, facets of the law, I don't see why they wouldn't have them on anyway, by choice. I'd pay for my own. But that's my thoughts as an inexperienced non-police officer. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think they should wear them all the time, or what do you think? I should think they should fully wear them 100% of the time. I mean, what's wrong with holding people accountable for their actions, right? I mean, I don't think there's ever anything wrong with that, especially when they're getting paid to do a job. I wouldn't mind it, you know. So, And actually, I think that would alleviate a lot of problems people have with what they think the police do versus what the police actually do. And maybe they are doing what people think they're doing, and that would expose it. So the point is, it's good all around, you know, so... Um, yeah, I fully, I fully support that. But um, Yvette Gentry is the new um, interim police chief of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, she's replacing uh, Robert Schroeder, I think that's his name. Um, and they're saying they're putting it as a retirement for okay. what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. don't know what it's worth to him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, so... I just feel like it's it's one of those situations you, the more information you have, it's always better. Well, and listen, people talk about how, and a lot of people agree with me that obviously most cops are good. Mm-hmm. If most cops were bad, society would look a lot different. They'd be corrupt like in other countries where they're taking lots of payments and doing very illegal things constantly. And we, you know, but consider- I, I, I just... I know that our police situation is not nearly as bad as other countries, okay? A lot of people in America don't realize that. So, but a lot of people talk about that there are bad eggs. Maybe we should discuss that the next conversation we have. We throw that into one of the show notes to talk about look into police and corruption in other countries. Like, we know that. Bring up some details, some stats on that and say, hey, now, not to say that we got a good here, because we don't. I'm just saying there's places where it's a lot worse, which doesn't make what people are doing here any better. We'll just and, compare yeah. and contrast. And that, will, and that would be interesting, I think. But just to tie a bow on it, if you are looking for bad eggs, 100% body cam usage would very quickly yes. mm-hmm. weed out the bad eggs. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. Without so. a doubt. Without a doubt. But anyway. All right, so... um. On to this next topic we got, which is um, essentially 
the school system uh, here in New York State. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about it, but there is a um, there was an announcement made where the mayor basically stated that there is a three percent daily case uptick going on right now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, in the school systems. And they're saying uh, the schools will close if positive test rates exceed 3% over a seven-day rolling average. So they're okay. saying if this shit spikes over 3% in a seven-day average, um, we're going to close the schools down. Now, this is New York public schools? And no, this is... Or is this college? This is just the mayor of New York City. Oh, okay. Right. Now, I'm, I'm only bringing this up. It doesn't affect us here, and it doesn't affect a whole lot of other people, but it's interesting to know that somewhere in the country, they're saying, hey, our cases are spiking right now. During school. <laughs> During school. And um, in the school systems here, and if it keeps spiking like it is, we're going to close the schools. I think that's telling for what we may be coming to expect other places. Um, and only bringing this up, I got children in the school system, so it's important to me um, about how they go about rolling this thing out. Mm -hmm. um, and as someone who's perfectly capable of homeschooling his kids, um, I want to feel good about them going back. I want to feel good about it. Because um, if I don't feel good about it, I'm yanking their asses and we're going to do this at home. But um, it's, I think it's been pretty good here so far. We are blessed. Yeah. I, we never had a terrible outbreak where we live. Right. And I think the school systems here, and I know a few people in Syracuse City School Districts and in some private schools, and they've all said that, hey, you know, we don't have the perfect plan right now, but the plan that we do have is changing and evolving and it's working for us right now. And everyone is seeing how much more better they feel about it being back into the swing of things and knowing the steps that they're taking is going towards helping everybody stay safe. And they're revising it all the time. So that gave me some comfort, I will, I will say. Um, so I think that's a very... Um, bright spot in this whole thing, but that's just here, right? You know, mm -hmm. So we don't know how it's going to do other places, but I thought that was a very interesting stat. It's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's, an, it's an unwinnable argument, you know, either way, because we just don't know. You just don't know mm -hmm. what's going to happen. You send kids back to school... Unfortunately, bad things could happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you keep kids home, bad things could happen if, you know, in my opinion, one of the most devastated groups in schooling is going to be the younger children. Honestly, if I was in high school right now and I got to stay home two, three days of the week to video chat in in my pajamas and then the other couple days go into school, it's. I feel like that's not going to be as detrimental to your social abilities and the and and your schooling, right? Than a fourth grader per se, a fourth grader telling them to sit for however many hours, looking at a computer screen, and then never being able to play with their friends. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the honestly. 
from a from a person with little experience in teaching young children, uh, none. But <laughs> I feel like in the elementary school, making those social connections, be, learning how to literally socialize, make friends, doing all that stuff, you know, there's some important things you learn schooling-wise, but I feel like that's more long-term beneficial to your health. Say you're his uh, only child. That's the only real interaction you'll be getting right now, if you can get it at all, and some of them ain't, so. That's just something to consider. Mm -hmm. It's it's a tough question because there's not really a good answer. I, I can't ever tell someone that they should put their child's life at risk. Just yeah. to go to school. No, right. no way. Yeah. No. You're, like, everyone's life is more important than school. Yeah. That and I comes feel, first. But at the same time, when do you stop worrying as far as there's always going to be dangers? Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm glad that they attempted it, even though I was skeptical. You know, um, But, hey, we, we may come out of this on the other end. Uh, better for it, and I, I really do uh, think we will. All right, well, check it. Let's get into this debate then. I mean, we definitely have a lot to say about this. I'm not sure where our opinions lie on it because we didn't really get into an in-depth conversation about it beforehand, so this should be interesting. We wanted to keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah. This should be interesting for both of us. So um, I want you to go first. I, like, what, what did you What did you? Well, first, what did you think overall of the debate? Do you think it was very... Did you get anything from it? I certainly got... I, I, I got a lot of information from it. Character information and, and I would say less so policy information, but more so like character information and the interaction. And yeah, I... I'll say this, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was, it was, I'm, I'm going to just say it, the, the term everyone's using, the term everyone's using to describe this as is the damn shit show. I mean, and it to me was just that, a damn shit show. It was like, but I did get, like you said, some things from it, you know, I, I just realized a couple things about both parties that I New, but not to this extent, you know, um, and it kind of spelled itself out in a few ways, but, um, I'll tell you what, Biden, he's sinking to Trump's level as far as insulting. Oh, that's something that struck me. That was I thought he was going to try to take the high road. Oh, that was planned. Of course. Yeah. I thought the plan was going to be that he was going to try to be that guy, like take the high road. Oh, no. No. That wasn't the plan. No. I mean, but you know what, though? Even though that wasn't the plan, he did try to keep it at the high road. I think his backup plan was to, okay, it's free to do some insulting now. But I think his initial plan was, let me try to just keep this on pace for what I really want to do. Yep. I just don't think Trump was given an opportunity to do that. Yeah. <sighs> Say what you will. Uh, there was 
a couple times where I said to myself, Trump needs to cut him off because he's sounding too good talking about Biden <laughs> with, with a couple things he was talking about, just things that were like tugging at the heartstrings, mm -hmm. you know, and Trump did it. And I said to myself, he, he knows what he's fucking doing. Mm -hmm. He, the, the one in, one in particular, this isn't really about a policy thing. So, um, Joe was talking about, uh, I believe Bo, his son who's passed away, he was, he served in the military. It's made clear. We'll both give our opinions on what Trump, how he played his hand first and then we'll yep. hit Biden up. Um, well, I'm not even talking yet about, uh, what he was saying about Hunter mm -hmm. Biden, but just specifically at one point. Uh, Joe Biden started speaking highly, uh, as he should, about Bo, a war hero, sadly passed away. Um, and as he was talking about him, talking his son up to the cameras, talking to the American people, telling them how his son was a hero, I thought to myself, that was one of the times where I said, if, if Trump as someone who wants to win a debate and mm -hmm. does not want someone to take public favor, that is a time where he needs to jump in. He did. Now, whether or not he said something that you like, whether or not he, which most people didn't like what he said, it doesn't matter because as someone who was, as I say, tugging at the heartstrings, was talking about his war hero son, who doesn't like that story? Who doesn't want to hear about that? Of course. Mm -hmm. Makes the American public feel good. Trump doesn't want Joe Biden to say anything that makes America feel good. Now, now that's just a fact of debates. Right. But think and about it, it in the sense that... That's smart. I think it was planned that he interrupted him when he did. I think that's something that he knew he was going to have to do going in. Don't give him an opportunity to get going. Mm -hmm. Right? Fluster him. Because you... He didn't even have to have that plan. Trump just knows that's what you got to do. Right, but I think it was definitely planned, though, for sure. It, he, well, he knew ahead of time he was going to be interrupting as often as right, possible. So, right, yeah. and, and that... Whether and, someone had to tell him to do that or it, not, yeah, I, I doubt it. Right, but that, I mean, that, but, but that was whoever's plan it was. Mm -hmm. I knew that was going to be the plan no yeah. matter what. You it, knew he was going to do that. Right. Um, who wouldn't, right? Yeah. In yeah. your position... You know you have the ability to talk over him because of how laid back he is. Come on, man. That's a strategy. That's a strategy. So <laughs> you need glasses when you say that. It doesn't mean anything. So you take that strategy and you say, okay, well, I understand it. He didn't let him say anything. Now, um, to speak about what you were saying, there was a part where he – now unless we're talking about the same instance, he let him finish going on about his son. And I think it was wise to let him finish what he was saying when he was saying it because... When you rewatch it, he got a lot off. Joe got a good yeah. chunk of time off talking about Bo. And it sounded great. It was him talking about his war hero son. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad about that. In fact... That's the kind of thing I would recommend to my candidate if I'm your if I'm your campaign mm -hmm. manager. Yeah, talk about your son. He's a war hero. America loves that. Mm -hmm. You're trying to win the presidency. So, but it's a cutoff. You didn't even realize it, and that's how good it was. 
No, I'm so serious. He cut him off and immediately brought it back to Hunter and about the, the three and a half million he got from Russia or whatever. The conversation just immediately switched right back. Well, yeah, it and did. And didn't get bring up again. It up did, again. but I, I thought... Trump I, separated what he was saying negatively about Joe Biden's son. He made sure to say, I no, it he was just, Hunter. Yeah, but I thought he just laid back while he was talking. Now, I don't know if he was done talking or whatever, but to me, what he had said was essentially done. Now, I don't know if he got cut off or not. I'll have to go back and listen to it. He was going to keep on going, right? Yeah, because I felt like... He was going to run it into the ground. I thought thought Trump letting him go for what he did was smart in that, okay, how are you going to look at this very moment cutting him off saying what he's saying. And I'm about to see it again. I, I got to see this cut off. But I thought it was very smart of him not to come at him as harsh as he had been coming at him. And he did let him get off some stuff. Yeah, he did. So um, I thought that was smart because I but thought if you cut, he him, cut him, off him off early. what cut him off with was separating out. No, no, no. You're talking about Bo. Trump right. I heard. Yeah. I'm talking about Hunter. Mm-hmm. Cut him off. I heard that. Pretty much ended what he was saying about Bo. Let mm-hmm. him say what he said and said, no, 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 I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about your other son, the fucking coke addict. Wow. <laughs> That's what Trump said. This he brought problem. it up. Yeah. Trump brought up drug problems of the Yeah, I heard it. I heard child. it. I heard it. <laughs> but you know what I thought? I thought he, he came in on the... He came in on the attack, and a, a couple times, I thought his approach on it was probably more than he should have been. I think he, I think he came at it a couple times, and, and I only think it really happened when the moderator had to say, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that, and now he's, now it's not Joey's cutting off, it's the moderator. And I thought, okay, I can see your strategy coming at Joe, but when you come at the moderator, now I don't understand that strategy. And I thought, okay, those times he really got heated. He just slipped. He shouldn't have. No. He he shouldn't have had a little child banter with the moderator. Mm-hmm. It, may have been like 15, 20 minutes in or yeah. something. There he was like a, a real childlike moment yeah, yeah. where the moderator, maybe it was longer. The moderator literally had to say like, now we can both behave and you guys can have a good debate if mm-hmm. you listen to me and we only speak for two minutes. And then he said, Trump, I'm looking at you. He's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, come on, man. It was like, sad. It was, in... it was childish. But. There was there was nothing new that came out to me. There was nothing, um, and we're still I'm still on Trump right now. There was nothing that was put forth for me that said, okay, is he talking about policy? Is he talking about um, uh, improving any of the systems that are in place right now? I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear no policy info, and and. And I didn't I hear anything from Biden's policy. Either. I mean, partially because he just wouldn't let, he didn't get a chance to talk. But, there's you one know. very specific thing, I'll bring it up later, about a, a specific policy Biden said that he rides hard that, I'll just say it now, 
Biden said that he would raise the corporate tax from 21 to 28 percent. And Trump responded kind of in a back and forth banter. So you may not even have heard it. Mm -hmm. He said, and that's why you're going to drive all the businesses out of America again. That is one particular, one specific policy that I actually agree with. I would say this. I can't, I don't know how enough about the flow of tax money to say, well, you know, where the tax money comes from. Well, okay, think of it simpler. One of the biggest problems is outsourcing. Another country can make a product cheaper, right? Now, when we say that, you know, if you got a corporate tax increase and your factory is here in America and you make this toy, it's not just cheaper to go to Bangladesh because they pay their workers less, but because then you don't have to pay American taxes. Mm-hmm. That's Which a huge is why factor. Apple keeps their money huge in Ireland. Factor. Yeah. So you raise corporate tax. They put factories in other countries. It's not even like no. I I get that. that I'm just I'm just thinking that, when that, you raise the tax on the corporate business, right? Where's that tax money coming from? Are they just are they? Oh no no, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at it from a different angle. So they're raising the taxes that these corporations are going to have pay to the pay. Government. Gotcha. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So they're not going to build a factory here if it's 28% yeah, but I'm, tax? I'm, I'm, that's something that, you know. I'm with that, though. That I can't even. We'll bring deny. businesses back. You'd lower the corporate taxes and, and bringing businesses back builds jobs. So, yeah, that is, like I said, that's one specific policy where when Biden said that, and I'm like, yeah, that's not good. No, that's not a you, good thing. You're, you're just, right. Raising taxes. You're right in the sense that you can, you're going to have people that, that say, well, we'll leave because we can pay hardly any taxes over here for our factories and, and the workers and labor is cheaper and all that. So I get that. That's a major factor. No, I get that. That's but, all I care about. Yeah, but see, therein lies the problem. You, you have to incentivize people being places. Okay, take... Take um, case in point here in Syracuse. There is a um, there's legislation put in place that minority businesses, or I don't think it, it might not even be just minority businesses. It may just be any business moving within a certain range of SU gets ten years of tax breaks for new businesses. Um. That's incentive, yeah. right? That Those, you, yeah. You have no taxes to pay for 10 years. That's incentive to come here and at least get a good footing on what you're trying to do before you have to start taking uh, dealing with these taxes. So I, I get incentivizing people to stay. I don't understand who he was saying the 20% is going or a 28% is going to apply to. Just a corporate tax. That's what Biden so any, said. Any corporation. Yeah. I think that's a and that's a, actually a long-standing policy for him, mm. where he wants to just increase the corporate tax, and then pass that money on to the people. You know, like it's one of those things well, that just sounds great. It, it sounds great, but then well, when you lose when you the businesses, well, well, how about the specifics? When you say, "What is it at now?" Do you no, know? I don't know what it's at now. 
Well, but, he said no. He said raise it from 21% to 28%. Okay, so let's so say I'm it's assuming. 21% right now. Um, for a major corporation, and we don't know what he deems the corporation and the size and how much money they have to make, so those specifics could be really high numbers that they're just probably passing on as profit bonuses to their shareholders or, or chairmen or whatever the case. You get what I'm saying? So... And a lot of times that's what happens. So if you're saying that money now just won't go to pay for a couple executives vacations, now it's going towards something else yeah, it's much worse because they got to pay for taxes. It's, it's, it's okay. They care about money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Big corp. Any big corp. It's not like a bad right. thing to it's say. Right, exactly. Like, no, this is America. We're a capitalist yeah. society. So yeah. they, they want to make more money. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. I. I'm all for that. That's where we live. So I'm cool with that. But if they can make a lot more money saving on taxes by building their factory somewhere else, they'll do that. And then you lose all those jobs. That is the factor. True. Like, you're balancing the evils. Yeah, you're letting these uh, corporations pay less taxes, which goes less into the system that we can't use for people. But mm-hmm. what's the value on a job? That's making your own money. That's you know that's that's what people. That's what we should want people to be doing is earning their money, not let's take the tax the corporation more just to give us more money. That shouldn't be a goal of ours. Well, they I, earned their money. We should take more of it just because we're the people. Well, they're making the money from us. If we, we, we are, work for them, if we if we no, have if a job buying, for them. if we're buying the products, the American people. Sony makes a camera, I buy it. The manufacturers and the laborers who make that camera benefit from me buying it because Sony is selling from me. And when they hire people from the community I live in, the United States, it's helping the community we live in as well. So That's if their factories are here. Right. It only works if so the factories if are here. all they really care about is money, yeah, that sucks. Love to change that, but good luck. Then we have to look at what we can do to keep them here. I think that becomes a slippery slope. I think once you decide that you're going to start... Well, I, like I said, I don't know the specifics of the plan, but once you decide to say we're going to bend to the will of corporations because we want jobs here, then the corporations is like, well, fuck you. You keep lowering our shit because we'll always find somebody else lower. I believe if we have more jobs here and corporate businesses will build more factories here if the there we go. tax stays low. So that's one one thing I that Biden talked about. I totally I agree with that. So, I totally agree with that. Well, there's... Um, a lot of bullshit between the two of them, you know, stuff that I couldn't even hear with them both talking. But do you believe that the moderator was impartial? Completely. Let's just say, do you believe he was 50-50 impartial? Well, it's hard for me to say because my take on it, I'm going to give you my take. This is my take on what the moderator did and and how I perceived what he was doing. I thought he was just trying to manage Trump's outbreaks. I think the majority of his energy and time was spent trying to manage that. 
once he knew that was going to be a thing, I think he was kind of waiting and, and expecting it and trying to figure out how to best handle it because clearly Trump did not care about what he had to say about his outburst. And it just doesn't seem like he changed his tactic up to get a different response. And to me, that just led to the same thing happening over and over again and no one getting anywhere. So I think he just spent his time trying to manage. I think that trying to manage that situation is going to be tough for anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. Joe Rogan don't want that. No, he don't want that life. Uh, he ain't yeah. about that life yeah. for trying to manage That's that too shit. wild, man. Yeah. But I'll say this. I think that, you know, when you, you can say, like, please stop interrupting. Mr. President, please stop interrupting. Those are things that, yeah, you got to say that, you know. One, I don't think he said that nearly as many times to Biden. And Biden, I got to tell you, he interrupted quite a bit in the second half. For sure. Maybe that's just him getting frustrated with the exactly. first half. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But when he was doing it, there was at least once where the moderator literally just let him keep talking after he interrupted. And then when Trump said to say this, he says, Mr. President, please. It's like, no, no, that was actually Trump's. Anyway, mm. <coughs> I thought I remembered hearing that once. But it was the little comments he made after telling Trump, Mr. President, please be quiet. Like... Like, he was almost snarky. Like... Oh, he was. Yeah. Man, but come know. on, man. I don't like that, man. I, well, after a certain amount of You're times, I kind of... You're the moderator, kinda, dude. Yeah. You gotta have, like, almost a... I think, I think after a certain amount of time, he got fed up of it, and he was just like, I had enough of this shit. He was like, we only have so much time. Mr. Trump, and if you would stop interrupting, it's like, oh, but that, God. come on, but come on, God, that wasn't who true. The fuck are you? He sounded like a fucking that wasn't true. Teacher, man. That, come on, that shit was true as shit. Yeah, well, I will say this: was it a good plan? If it was a plan, I don't know. <laughs> don't sound well, like a fucking nerd. He 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 just doesn't come off with with the level of assertion that he. I feel like he needs to to go against somebody like Trump. He doesn't have that level of assertion. It just doesn't come off for him, you know? And, and that's cool, there's nothing wrong with that, but if you, if you know that you're going up against somebody that is like that, you've got to raise your level up as well. And I don't think he did a good job of that at all. That's my one fault for Biden. I think Biden did a, a decent job with what he was dealing with. I just feel like, well, I just feel like he just didn't show any assertion. He didn't show any command of the situation. Not that guy. <sighs> and that's not a good thing, in my opinion, for being commander-in-chief. But So... I have, a, I have an idea, though, for the what? moderator. What if they did it, like, courtroom style, where the moderator, instead of being lower and down here, mm -hmm. was the guy up top? Mm -hmm. And the two candidates were left and right. If the moderator's above you and says, please be quiet. There's a different that, level of... Instead uh, of them being, like, hidden underneath, like, down low, and, like, Trump's looking down at you, Yeah. good luck trying to tell him to shut up. Like, either one of them. I, the, the, it I just was one of them things, man. They're big men. They, they, they both have done a lot of shit. Biden and Trump, mm -hmm. both of them. Like, they both 
been around the fucking block. So good luck trying to tell him to shut and up. And that's the like, point, you know. And when when you have that kind of situation going, I just think it's impossible for you to be the better person. I think you have to rise to that level. I don't think it's something. The game plan goes out the window at that at that point for me. Like you, you gotta abandon that shit. You gotta be like, well, let me match the level of intensity that I'm being shown right now because not doing that makes me look like the weaker person, regardless of if I am or not. It's just what it is, and I, I wish he had done that at that point, just to even the level play, even the playing field a little bit. But it's hey. like that line you gotta walk, man. Where like one side of the line is being a dick and then the other side of the line is being the bigger guy and you don't really know yeah which one's gonna get you the more votes exactly like, yeah and Trump is, the Trump end of is the saying deal. hey i'm going all out and you know there's something you got to respect about it especially when you go in with a game plan and you say okay my game plan is to not let this motherfucker have a game plan and you execute i mean come on that's why I say I, it's got to be a level playing field. So and it ain't level right now, I don't think. It's it's weird. I'll say that. Um, one thing I am scared for uh, is the mail-in ballot situation. So during the debate, the conversation between the three of them was uh, whether or not ballots were able to be a source of fraud, you know, whether they are already Mm -hmm. being that. And I've heard a lot of weird stories, a lot of things I can't corroborate, uh, a lot of information about this and that, about the ballots, whether they are fraudulent or are not. But I'll say this, what truly scares me, because I really have no good information for you on whether they are able to be frauded or not, Mm -hmm. at least to a point where it's damaging to either candidate, Mm -hmm. you know, because obviously you could probably fraud a couple of those. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anything yes. can be. But would it be enough to change a vote one way or another? That's another story. But what really scares me is when they were talking about how long it could be mm-hmm. after Election Day before they announce who All right. the president is. Listen, I thought you were going a whole different way with this. I was letting you rock with it because I thought we were headed at the, right, at the same place. But listen, I got to get these jokes off. Okay. You go into a serious place. Listen, I gotta say, it, the funniest shit of the night is when Trump was like, <laughs> it was like, just balancing trash cans, and and fucking. They found a ballot yeah, they, in a river what? ditch. I'm like, what the fuck? And then later on, he goes, they found a <laughs> bunch of them in the river. <laughs> I'm like, you said one earlier, yeah. bro. Like, whatever. What? what the fuck? That shit was hilarious. All right, listen, I just had to get them jokes up. Uh. But, uh, no, we can keep it funny, man. There was a lot of funny shit. We can save the scary shits at the end. Yeah, I'm fine that, with that. That shit was... Dude, I will admit there was multiple times during this debate. Because, okay, so I started the debate. I wasn't able to watch it. I was cooking, but I had, like, my uh, AirPods in, like, listening. Uh-huh. There were multiple times I just laughed out loud was, at both of them yeah, it was just like a little quip shit. they said it was like a roast battle yeah, it i was, was dying it was hilarious. i can't wait to watch i got to watch this again Dude, like, it's like a train wreck but, but you know what's going to be fucking crazy 
is Kamala Harris against fucking Pence. Yeah, next oh week. Oh my God, she gonna eat his lunch. I don't even know what Pence sounds like. <laughs> that dude is a ghost. He is like doing something off to the side. I, dude, Yo, listen. remember when Biden was vice president? Yeah. He was out and about mm-hmm. all the fucking time. All I could hear about was Biden met with this person, Dude, Biden met with that person. I no, feel sorry Pence. for it's bad. Pence. I feel sorry for Pence. Like I feel like he's a strange. Yeah, I'm like character, Pence. I feel bad. I don't know for much him. about him. And I, I, I'm just hoping she don't really go fully in on him because God damn it, if she go in on him like she went in on Biden when they was going and they, and they debate, oh my goodness, it might be he might he might. He might cry. I don't know. Maybe he's a tough son of a bitch. We, we don't find fucking out. know. Yeah, we're going to find but, out. But, uh, so anyway, um, what were we getting that serious shit before uh, I the wanted balance. to get the jokes off? So, man, if... I'll, I'll propose a scenario for you. Election day. We get all of our people who went into the, you know voting areas and voted, you know, in person, and then mm-hmm. you've got to wait for all of your supposedly postmarked uh, ballots that right. you could potentially get for a couple days after Election Day. So no matter what, they've already set this precedent, no matter what, we are not going to know who our next president oh, is for days Trump has said that already after Election Day. He's mentioned that in many press conferences. It could be months. He's already saying so it. So scary. Some people are saying that it's even a strategy that the current administration has got going that they're trying to drag it out. I'm like, oh, I don't know what this, what good that would do. I can't really understand. I don't know enough to try yeah, and understand but, that. But, yeah, everyone, though, on both sides, my point is saying that this is going to be a, a drug-out election and counting the ballots, and both sides feel the same way about it. I hope that's not the case, but um, it looks like that's what we're for. God, but I fear, like, civil unrest, truly, if it goes weeks without a decision. Mm -hmm. For for all new reasons. Like, that's, that's a reason in and of itself. Let's pretend that nothing was going on. Mm -hmm. There was no uh, COVID. There was... No protests, no violence, or you know what I mean, no uptick in violence and all these terrible things. And this election happened, and they did the paper ballots, and three weeks went by, Mm -hmm. and we still haven't heard diddly squat. It would be some crazy shit. I feel like that alone, Mm -hmm. people would start protesting. Oh, yeah. And... Potentially, violence would outbreak. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know I don't violence, know. But people would definitely be like, eh, "What the fuck is going on?" People in the past have gotten violent over presidential, like Trump, and and when Obama was elected, there was crazy shit that happened. Mm. All kinds of crazy people, crazy. There's always going to be some crazy people who do something. When I say violence, that could mean one instance in mm-hmm. one city during one of the protests. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, but my 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 point is that's insane. To stack that potential bill, you're basically promising us this. You're admitting that the system is not going to be done for, you say, days, mm-hmm. weeks, months. Months, you just skip over weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, that's not really a possibility. We know it's going to be months. Right. 
on top of everything else that's going on, that scares the ever-loving shit out of me. People are going to be fucking buck nuts. People are going to be upset. They will be People upset. People on either side of mm -hmm. this bipartisan bullshit are going to be clawing at each other's throats. I've spoken to many people about this very topic, and everyone is pretty much in unanimous agreement that the no matter which way this election goes, it's going to be some crazy stuff happening. Everyone is in some agreement that it's going to be some crazy. But my thing is that maybe there is, maybe there is not. But what does that, or how does that play out if counting the ballots takes months? Matter of fact, let's not even say months. Let's just say it takes weeks. Okay. Let's say what happens after week two. That is what I'm unclear about. I, I can understand that maybe, you know, we may not know and, and understand people will be upset. All of this is understandable. Trump would be the standing president. Right. So It only benefits him if it, this is prolonged, which may play into... Really. Mm. Well, that's... It's one of the... It's like a... <laughs> and he, For and sure, he, I'm going to stay in government, even if it's contested and there's a lot of crazy shit that happens, right. or I and, could just win and... Get and four think more about years this, and not have to worry about this bullshit. Like, As president, after this is all said and done, I whatever don't think Trump wants there to be paper ballots, he doesn't. Well, cap. Well, if let me, he doesn't, let me, then why? It's let me not preface a power this. Play. He no, it is because he doesn't, but he doesn't not for the reason that most people think he wouldn't want it, which is because it might not swing in my way and things can be forged. His thing is that I just want to cast some doubt on this system so that no matter what the outcome, I can debate it how I feel like. If I win, there's nothing to debate. If I don't win, now there's something to debate. I've been saying for months that this is a sham. You see what I'm saying? And I think that that plays into how he wants to do things. It's a big, it's a big statement to think that he wants to have to contest a presidential victory. I don't think he wants that. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? That's like, that's like, let's start the Civil War right now. Let's go. Well, I lost it. I'm just going to say, nah, you know what? I'm going to stay in power. That's, that's less, do you think he really wants that? I don't think so. Hey, I, I think he wants not. to have a normal life when he's done being president. I mean, just like as a. Listen, I, I'm, I don't know what his plan would be long run, but I do know a few things. Regardless of what he wants to do, um, he's going to have to contend with a lot of stuff when he gets out of office. Now, it only behooves him to stay in office to not have to deal with such things. Because there's, now I don't know how true the reports are about his taxes and the people that he actually owe money to and how much he actually owes, but he doesn't have to contend with that as long as he's in office. Eh, he probably doesn't have to contend with it afterwards. Really good lawyers. Really well, good business savvy ways of getting out of paying taxes. If you got good lawyers, you could probably overcome right. anything. I think he's all right. But the the point being, it only behooves him to stay in office. Yeah, 
Actually, I feel that that makes him immune to whatever, even he if, got, he, if he something got, did come his way. I think he wants to become president for another four years. That I believe. Right. But at the same time, I feel like if he just like lost, like straight up, and he's like, do you think he would give up the presidency if he lost? Yeah, you think he would? I, I, see, here's the thing. I truly believe that this was a ballot box only, like you had to go, mm -hmm. and there was no paper ballot bullshit going on, and he lost. Mm -hmm. He just, whoop, I don't know, no problem. But so I think you don't think he would? You don't think he would say it's what he said? It's been all along, which is. I don't think he wants this delay. Mm -hmm. I don't think he wants... I think he's using the fraud. I don't think... Here's the thing. Things I don't understand, but I have to believe about a system that would have mail-in ballots. Because it already exists in mm -hmm. some states and right. some things. And they talked about it during the debate. Military has done mail-in ballots forever. If you're yep. overseas, mm -hmm. you're going to mail in a ballot. That, I've done that, yeah. You have to assume that there's a tracking system. Every social security number that is registered to vote mm -hmm. gets a card. It, like, if that's in place, there's not a room for, like, tons of fraud. So... One per social security number that is registered to vote. So do you think his but claims how, of it being a fraudulent system is just him just being paranoid? I don't know. I have, like I said, I have to kind of believe that's how they would do mail-in ballots. Mm -hmm. You don't just make a million blank ones and send them out. No, no they have like Republican or Democrat on them. Yeah, so I think, though, that he doesn't want the delay. He doesn't want the bullshit and he is using fraud to an extent as a way to just try and get rid of it. Like, it's another thing that is bad about it. Like, mm -hmm. But that's just the platform he's going to, you know. Right. I mean, if it were me, I'd say, listen, guys, I don't want a delay. I would say this. My idea is you need to, you need to rethink this paper ballot thing. If it's going to cause this much distress, mm -hmm. you know, start fresh. Make a new set of mm, paper ballots if you're going to do it. No, 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 mm, no, no. Too late for that. November 3rd is right around the corner. If you said tomorrow, listen, guys. The paper ballot thing, it's its a little fucked. Mm -hmm. It's a little fucked right now. We are going to have the election on December 15th. Okay? The December delay, November. you say, listen, the delay with the paper ballots and counting the ballots probably would have taken three months. Yeah. And Inauguration Day would have came and went, and the civil unrest would have been unbelievable. Hey, hey, listen, it's a good thought. Let's do December 15th. Let's, if we're going to do a paper ballot system, let's get everyone involved. That way there's the most accountability for it, mm -hmm. and, and you can negate those fears. Just create a new, new color, so I, that way the old ballots can't be used anymore, the ones in the river. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> in the twigs basket. <laughs> so that's my idea. Like, I, I, I would just be honest, just say, listen, there's going to be huge ramifications mm -hmm. if we have a three-month wait time just to count all these ballots, and then there's going to be contention between the parties afterwards, no matter what. I think it's a good idea. I think that is think something it has to be normal done. people would come to the conclusion, okay, let's do, and most people would be behind the idea of, hey, let's do what is the most efficient thing. Let's handle it the most efficient way. And so that all the counts or the, all the votes get counted and that 
it's done in a way that everybody can feel good about. I think most people will be behind that. I had another but idea, But that's not too. the government way. Well, no, I, I know. We're talking, you know, big yeah. time, like, yeah. I wish they could do smart things. <laughs> no, here's another idea I had, too. Like I said, December 15th. Let's do three days, and you need to schedule a time to do your vote. Mm-hmm. If you want to have more in-person voting. And after you're done voting, if a person just watches that booth, wipes everything down completely, and then the next person who's got an appointment shows up. And you do it over three days, you can fucking declare it a three-day holiday. People don't got to work, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's election day. Let's get voting. I think that should be done anyway. I think everyone should be able... I know everyone's allowed to go vote, but... Mm -hmm. Give them a holiday and say it's voting day. You yeah, know? or just a holiday just for your voting day, right? So each person gets a chance to over a three-day period. Now that everyone's out of work, you say, okay, out of these whatever three days, day you have, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That way, it's not hurting the workforce. Exactly. You just lose a certain group of people. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And you can just plan around that, like treat it like a weekend. If you have you know ten minute increments to make all of you know in three days, and you have ten booths. Mm-hmm. You can have probably one person cleaning five boots. Mm-hmm. I don't know. These are just logistical yeah, ideas. Yeah, like six, seven people things... come in the building at a time. They all go to their individual booths and leave at different times, and bam. You, you say, listen, we're going to get together in. as a country right now, and we're going to figure out how to have a vote that will be definitive, non-negotiable. I think everyone will be behind an idea like with. that. But, like I said... I feel like you... Feel like you have to do this because I am really scared. If there's a three-month wait time, I just I just see terrible things happening. Oh, everyone does. It's not just you. So it's terrible, it's just, I hope it doesn't happen like that. But um, I don't know. It, it may end up like that. We'll see. We'll see. But on to so we're not ending on such a somber note. Hey man, I'll just say this. I have. I have nothing to think about that debate other than it was entertaining. Mm. How about that? And that's mm. not what I should be getting at no, for presidential no. right. debate. Yeah. I should be getting some more information. <laughs> uh, I'm trying yeah. to make an informed decision. Yeah, it's harder we, and harder. Yeah, we may not. But listen, um, I think we, we put on um, our best opinions on the topic, and I think... Everyone can agree that we want the best thing for the country. I think everyone can agree that um, we want a system that we can all feel good about. Uh, What that is, who knows. Um, But what we have is the balance, and we're trying to make the best of it. So hopefully that's enough, you know, but we'll see come come November 3rd. But um, listen, I want to thank you guys for rocking with us. as always, um, I want to plug someone for people to donate to, but I didn't do my research this week, and I'm kind of drawing a blank. But listen, you local SPCA always could use people to donate, not donate, but maybe adopt a pet. Um, if you have the home or the room in your home, you can adopt a pet and appreciate all the gifts that they have to give. The kids love pets, and, and pets need homes. So, um Maybe that's something you guys can do. But um, until the next time, I'm Rodrick. I'm John. And thank you guys for listening. Hopefully we'll see you guys next time. Peace.